Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. 14 Mission 2. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hello and welcome to Total SF and welcome back from vacation, Heather Knight. Hello, it's good to be back and welcome back to you as well. I would say long time no see, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we kind of in a weird way got to hang out a little bit during vacation. Um, not in this state, not in this city, not in this state, uh, in Oregon. Yeah, it was super weird because a few weeks ago I was like, oh, I'm taking some time off in June. And you're like, which days? Oh, yeah, I'm off those days, too. And I was like, yeah, we're going to Sun River, Oregon. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, this is one more strange mind meld between us and Total SF. Yeah, I mean, we already had people giving us a hard time that we got vaccinated at the exact same time. (laughs) Yes. In the line of thousands of people waiting to get their jabs at the Oakland Coliseum, we were close enough to wave to each other on the same day. It was very weird. Yeah, waving and taking photos. So, like, not even planning it and ending up in the same, like, population 3,000, maybe, (laughs) city in Oregon. That was really weird, but it was nice to see you. Yes, we got to do a early morning bike ride with our spouses and another friend of mine, and then you guys came over for lunch. Um, my friend, who we were there with, was very excited to meet you because he, she considers you a celebrity. Really? Oh, wow. Usually you're the Simon to my Garfunkel, so <laughs> that was very exciting. Well, your friend, I don't know if we want to identify her, um, I still need to get a pasta salad recipe from her. <laughs> I have it for you. I just have forgotten to send it to you. That's a good reminder. Excellent. And I love that we were totally on brand, even though we were in another state on vacation. Um, we were still riding our bikes. I mean, there was still a little bit of a, of a uh, car-free JFK great walkway message going on. So Yes. And I had a t-shirt with um, Sutro Tower and a muni bus, and you were wearing your BART hat. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> I find that If you wear like a San Francisco Giants hat and you're in another place like Oregon or Disneyland or whatever, no one really says anything because it just kind of blends in. But if you wear a Bart hat, people are like, hey, (laughs) Bay Area. (laughs) I got a lot lot of compliments. It is much better than the Giants new hat. I will give you that. Definitely. Um, Because we're back and moving quickly toward our first movie night, Heather, July 15th. Thursday, that's going to be a little over a week after this comes out, San Andreas in person live at the Balboa Theater. With Norton the Itsit, don't forget. Yeah, so pre-party from 5 to 7, and um, 7 o'clock we'll start the movie. Bagpiper, beer, just like old times. I've really been looking forward to this. Me too. I'm super excited. I have no idea what to expect from this movie because you picked it and I've never seen it. So I picked the movie, so it's on me. Um, I picked Star Trek Four, and I'm kind of in the hole from that, even though I think it was <laughs> oh great. God. You didn't have the greatest time. But I think this is 
a good choice. And I'll tell you why. We're in a disaster. So I think like a disaster movie with people triumphing in San Francisco is going to be a good movie to see as long as that disaster isn't a pandemic. So no to Contagion, but San Andreas, I think is going to be a really fun movie to come and see with a lot of people and watch The Rock parachute into uh, Oracle Park, spoiler, and just kind of see San Francisco um, you know, people triumph over adversity um, while the city is um, hit with a tidal wave. Good idea or bad idea? Am I selling you on this? <laughs> well, the past two movies you made me watch were that horrible movie Contagion, where Gwyneth Paltrow gets her skull sliced open in like the first 30 seconds, and then Star Trek Four with spaceships and whales, where I nearly fell asleep. So I'm hoping that this is a much better pick. I think it will be. I'm a huge fan of The Rock, and it sounds just like kind of the silly escapist movie we all need right now. Yeah. I I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm going to get there. Very good that we're having the parklet ahead of time, the pre-party. Usually we do the post-party at Hockey Haven. This is a pre-party on the newish Balboa parklet. Uh, Adam will be selling beer outside. I think that's good because this is definitely like a two, two and a half beer movie to go in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get your buzz on and then go watch San Andreas. Yeah. So normally this is where you and I watch the movie and we break it down and maybe bring someone in. Um, We're not going to do that, but I am going to share with you. I dug around in the Chronicle and got a few like San Andreas factoids from the Chronicle um, first of all, uh, very first article about San Andreas, this is so San Francisco, was a neighbor complaining about the filming. It was of um, former police commission president John Kecker, and um, he was calling on Ed Lee to rescind the street closures of Russian Hill, where 300 to 400 extras are going like down Hyde Street past destroyed vehicles. And... Uh, Quoted in the Chronicle, John Kecker is saying, your film commission has gone mad, but they <laughs> <laughs> but they continued to do the filming. And there's a wonderful scene in Russian Hill for you, Heather. Oh, good. Well, I knew we had um, housing NIMBYs. I didn't know we had movie NIMBYs. You know, I don't really blame them. I mean, I remember even Audrey Cooper, our, our former editor, was a little, um, you know, not too thrilled about the fact that I think they were filming Ant-Man pretty close to her house. Um, They gave him a warning. They gave him a month, uh, and then they filmed, and they were only there for a couple of days. So um, lighten up, John Kecker. Now you have a movie memorializing your your anger at the mayor and uh, inability to get your street closed. Well, Uh, if The Rock ever wants to come to Glen Park, I will (laughs) welcome him with open arms. Excellent. In just two days. Two-day closure isn't bad. I also love there was a screening that um, the Office of Emergency Services went to. Isn't that Mary Ellen Carroll's department? Yes. um, One of our favorite city officials, past Total SF guest. We invited her to come see San Andreas, but she sounded a little not excited that our first movie back in person is another (laughs) disaster because um, she would be responsible if there's, God forbid, an earthquake in the city anytime soon. So I think it's a little bit 
too close to home. It, it, I don't blame her. We'll we'll get a nice romance for Marielle and Carol. <laughs> but um, I love that the Office of Emergency Services was invited to a screening, and then David Perlman, 96 years old at the time, so this is 2015, um, actually went there with like a geologist and like um, a couple other scientist types. But my favorite moment of David Perlman's article is um, at the very end of the screening, all the scientists were sitting there and they were waiting through the credits to see if any scientists actually had their names on the movie as advisors. Uh And uh, one of the geologists said, yeah, they're probably all in hiding right now. So I thought that was amusing. (laughs) Wow. Well, I will not be watching the movie through those eyes, luckily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there will be any geologists there, but um, they can just stay quiet and let us enjoy the movie. <laughs> um, and finally, I just wanted to say Mick LaSalle, Clapping Man. This is a Chronicle-endorsed movie. He gave it a very wow. good review. That's very good. Yeah, finished up by saying, some movies are easy to mock but hard to resist. This is one of them. And as much as a barbecue by the pool with a ball game playing on the radio, San Andreas has the feeling of summer. Aw, so this was a good pick, Peter. Yeah, it was a good pick. So buy tickets. July 15th, 7 p.m. at the Balboa, www.cinemasf.com. Yeah, I think actually the movies we've shown that have been um, easy to mock but hard to resist have done the best. We've had the best time at the Balboa when we show those kinds of movies like Sister Act and The Rock. So I definitely think people will want to get their tickets soon. Um, This could sell out. It's definitely going to be a good one. And before we go, we should probably uh, talk about our book uh, club one more time. Yes. So you have your summer movie, thanks to us. And you also have your summer book. We are here for you, listeners. Our Total SF Summer Book Club pick, if you haven't picked it up already, it's The End of the Golden Gate, Writers on Loving and Sometimes Leaving San Francisco, with contributions from local luminaries like Margaret Cho, W. Kamau Bell, Michelle T., Daniel Handler, Beth Lissick, and our fave Alia Volts of um, home-baked fame. So there are copies um, signed by Gary Camilla, who wrote the introduction and an essay available at Green Apple Books. And we will have a podcast with one of the aforementioned authors, believe this is a surprise, coming out shortly. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, We will leave people hanging, but uh, just wanted to end that mini episode with that. If you haven't gotten the book, it's out now. Get it at Green Apple. Get it at your favorite local indie bookstore. Um, Just don't order it on Amazon. And remember to go to the San Francisco Public Library's events page to register for our August 24th talk with Gary Camilla and Daniel Handler. Um, That's going to be our next book club meeting. And we will have a cocktail created just for the event, so stay tuned. Yeah, this is the book club you want to join this summer. Really enjoyable book. I read most of it over my vacation. And uh, I just love all the different essays and how they uh, work together. It's just a good one. It is. Super excited. Books, movies, what more do you need? Thank you for joining me on this mini episode, Heather. And I will see you at San Andreas on the 15th. See you then. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. 
support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it, and consider getting a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.